Okay, so um, most of you might have heard of Kabbalah, or uh, when you think of Kabbalah, you might think of the Tree of Life, which is what most people hear about and see. Um, but Kabbalah is much more than just the Tree of Life, or whatever you might think when you think about Kabbalah. And in fact, there are three types of Kabbalah that differ. Um, a lot from each other, but the only way to distinguish them is the way they're written. So, um, the original, I guess you could say, Kabbalah is the Jewish mysticism, um, which means uh, a hidden science. It's written with a Q, and and it's the original Jewish mysticism, which was then uh, adapted to Christian aversion, um, which is written with a C, um, which I don't know anything about. I do know a bit about the Jewish Kabbalah, but not the Christian one. And finally, there's Kabbalah with a K, which is what we will be talking about. Um, and Kabbalah with a K or also known as Hermetic Kabbalah, um, is, is very interesting because it pretty much covers everything in occultism. It, it goes from the Tree of Life, from the original Kabbalah to Tarot, to Astrology, to ritual magic, everything um, is covered by the Hermetic Kabbalah, which is what got me interested in it uh, in the first place, um, because it's not just theoretical, it's also very practical, especially when it, you get started with um, rituals, uh, and one... Um, of the mostly known rituals is the middle pillar ritual, uh, which you should uh, practice. Um, I'll, if you want me to, I can uh, link um, a PDF with the ritual uh, on. Uh, a resources channel if there's such a thing, or maybe just in the class chat, um, I'll link it later. Either way, uh, the middle pillar ritual is is all about polarity, which um, is one of the things we'll be covering a lot about, uh, because as I've said, it's the Hermetic Kabbalah, and another thing that it covers is the Hermetic Principles because everything works within the Hermetic Principles um, that goes for magic as well. I usually call the Hermetic Principles the laws of the universe or life or magic or whatever you want to say. It's honestly all the same. Um, at least that's how I view it. So, in essence, what we'll be covering is astrology, tarot, numerology, uh, but mostly the ways they connect 
um, which at first it might sound like, it might look like you're going crazy, but then you'll start looking at everything and how the coincidences you see in everyday life are really not coincidences and how that works, um, which you'll find becomes more and more evident and you know, you'll start seeing things like 11-11 everywhere, which is something that people talk a lot about, but it's there's not much coverage into what that means, what the um, coincidences, which are not coincidences at all. Um, everything happens for a reason, everything that happens to you uh, has a reason behind it. So, that's essentially what we'll be talking about uh, in uh, however many classes uh, we will have. Um, so, I thought it would be an interesting addition to the classes in the server, because it's very practical if you manage to actually do the things like the medical ritual. Uh, it can be very useful and mind-opening, which is what I'm here to do. I'm here to open your minds uh, so you can look at yourself and, you know, just know a little bit more of what's going on within you and within this universe that you inhabit. Um, because no one really knows what the fuck's going on. <laughs> um... Unless you actually go and try to see the truth for yourself. Which is why I have a very strong association with the number seven, which is the seeker, the seeker of truth. Uh, and right now I'm just starting to, uh, to talk about the numerology, so as you see, we'll be covering <laughs> that a lot. So... Starting off um, with the Hermetic Kabbalah, um, it's it's different from the traditional uh, Jewish Kabbalah because uh, it it's it doesn't uh, study the hidden science as they call it. Um, it just studies the it, first off you you look at the Tree of Life in a different light. Um, as in how it connects to uh, everything else in magic, pretty much. Uh, and if you take your time to look into the Jewish Kabbalah, you will find a whole science behind it. And it's very complex, and it's actually very interesting. It was something that was very hard to study uh, until some years ago. There's actually a, a full course on YouTube that you can watch if you have an interest in the traditional Kabbalah. Otherwise, you can just listen to me talk about the Jew the Hermetic Kabbalah. Sorry. Um, so something that you will be seeing a lot is Tree of Life and tarot cards, and you'll be hearing a lot about the human mind, which, as I mentioned is something that we are going to be looking into. 
our own minds, uh, our own lives, and the universe. Because they're all connected. I mean, we can't be living in a universe that we are not connected to. We, we wouldn't be here. <laughs> so, <clears throat> essentially, we'll cover the, the mind, the, the three minds, if you will. Um, so, y you probably all heard about the three different minds, which are the conscious mind, which is the one you're using to process all this stuff that I'm saying. <laughs> um, the conscious mind you'll find can uh, fuck you up <laughs> uh, in everything that you try to do. It will uh, make you uh, fail, mostly. But it's also a very helpful tool. Because it gives the blueprint to the subconscious mind. Which is um, the... So if you, if if you look at it um, like a computer, you could say that the, uh, the subconscious mind uh, would be the operating system, while the conscious mind would be the the app, if you will. Uh, so the subconscious mind. Uh, would be the operating system that runs everything in your life. I also call it a filter. Um, because it, it filters your reality into what you know. Everything that you know is, um, is processed by the conscious mind and then filtered by uh, the subconscious mind, by what is usually called the paradigm. Um, your subconscious mind is constructed by paradigms that you can change if you want to change uh, your view of the world, if you want to change um, the way everything in your life works, but to change the paradigm, you also have to change the way your life works. It's a very hard um, process to completely change a paradigm. What you can do, and this comes in contact with the practical side of things, what you can do is either use the the paradigms you have installed in you uh, to your advantage or you can change them but not change the base you can just um, restructure them if you will so say if you have a paradigm that that is a blockage like that you are trash, changing that paradigm, you don't need to change it from root, you don't need to change that I am trash paradigm to I am a god paradigm, you, you merely need to change that I am trash to I am not trash, it is that simple, you need to, to find out what you are doing 
in a saying in a negative light. It, that's not something that I want to say. You'll you'll understand later. But everything that you look at in a quote unquote negative light, you can change that by merely restructuring that um, paradigm. So. Um, as I said, paradigms are the construction basis of the subconscious mind. So everything that is filtered by it, of course, goes according to said paradigms. Um, a guy I met uh, actually called it... He didn't call it, but like he, he talked about it once. He said it was the eye-hold... <laughs> The, no, not not the high hole, the face hole, which through which you uh, see everything, which is a very interesting way of looking at things because it's hard to understand. But when you you see that life is like almost also like a movie, if if you were to think about everything that you're seeing, everything you're doing is a movie being projected from your eyes, from your quote-unquote face hole, uh, then it, it gets trippy, but it's, it's a great way of understanding it. And, and if you can change or work with your paradigms, you become the screenwriter of that movie. Uh, in, a, in a sense that you can you can make everything work the way you want it to work. Because from the moment that you are working in association with the way your reality works, which is, uh, again, as I've said, through the subconscious filters, uh, from the moment you're working with that, um, you are working uh, with... Um, how, how can I put this in a way that's not cringy as hell? Um, when you start working with your paradigms and not against them, uh, the things that you want to manifest will come to you. And you realize, you, sorry, you will realize that, for example, raging will make you get hurt, like physically. Um, a, good, a great example that I have of this is that one time I was skateboarding and I was just raging uh, a lot and I fell, nearly broke my arm. <laughs> is that That's the greatest example that I have of that. So the way that you are viewing your reality uh, greatly affects how everything in your life goes in that moment in time. Um, so, if, again, if you're looking at things in a negative light, uh, you might get hurt. Um, so, using that knowledge, let's get back to the middle pillar. What is the middle pillar? It's a ritual. Um, it is a tool. It is a tool of balancing yourself. Uh, you will uh, depolarize yourself and 
so you can look from a neutral point of view into what you are doing, what is happening. Uh, it is the neutral point of view that allows you to understand that that maybe be the reason I fell was because I was raging. And, and so, using that knowledge uh, is very useful. Say, if you're having an argument, you can, or you're in the middle of an argument between two people, you can understand easily both point of, points of view, and you can easily um, argument, uh, wait, no, <laughs> what? Uh, you can easily defend both points of view. That's what I wanted to say. Um, so, you might find your own uses for this tool of being depolarized. And I'll talk about many uses for it later, in later classes. Um, but that is one of them. Just being able to think in a neutral, central point of way. Um, it, it also allows you to understand the the coincidences, as I've said, and more than just the reason uh, that they happen for the, um, the whole big picture that they're inserted in. And you can uh, greatly better yourself uh, that way. So, yeah, um, I don't, I don't really know much more than I can say, other than that, um, we can start looking at the hermetic principles, I don't know if you have heard about the Kabbalion, or even read it, but it is a book about the hermetic principles, and like what they are, and I think how they work, I, I haven't read it, but because you don't need to read the Kabbalion to learn about the Hermetic Principles, but uh, I've heard it's, it's a great book, so uh, you might want to look into it, otherwise you can just listen to what I say, I'll talk about them, and yeah. So, the Hermetic Principles, as I've said, will, will be um, the laws of everything that you do, because anything you try to do outside of the Hermetic Principles is not, um, it, it's not magic, it's not life, it's not, it's not possible physically or metaphysically, it's not in any way, so everything that you do needs to work according to the Hermetic Principles, otherwise you'll just be role-playing. Um, and even then. Uh, so... Essentially, the Hermetic Principles... The first one is the principle of mentalism, which, um, if you manage to listen to what I've said in the past uh, 20 minutes, you you'll understand that as I've said everything happens um, everything that happens is filtered through 
your subconscious mind, hence the principle of mentalism. Your reality is you, it's your mind, and everything, sorry, everything that happens within your reality is also, um, is also just a product of your mind. Um, so yeah, the principle of mentalism, all is mind, is the basis of that, all of that that I've uh, said until now. Um, other than the principle of mentalism, of uh, the polarity, of course. Um, so as we'll, as we talk about the, all the seven hermetic principles, we will also talk about uh, the ways to use them and how we can relate them to uh, the, the other things like astrology and numerology and tarot, as I've as I've mentioned earlier. Um, so, so I want to talk about uh, the collective unconscious, which is the third mind that I've mentioned later. Uh, because um, the second her hermetic principle um, is the principle of correspondence, um, which I can associate to the principle of what? No, uh, which I can associate to the collective unconscious mind. The um, so if you look at things the way I said before, like a, a computer. Uh, and you think of the conscious mind as an app, and the subconscious mind as the operating system, the, the collective unconscious would be uh, a hard drive, because it, it, it stores all. It is the database, if you will, of everything that we know, and communicates directly with the subconscious mind, and this is important, the collective unconscious communicates directly with the subconscious, the subconscious um, which is something that can be observed in the lover's arcana card, which I have posted in the class chat. And the principle of correspondence, as above, so below, works in a way because of this, um, but also this works because of it. <laughs> um, so if you look at the lover's card, you will find an angel, a woman, and a man. And the conscious mind would be the man, um, which is trying to talk with the subconscious mind, which is the woman. However, the subconscious mind speaks in uh, symbolism, not in actual language, 
which is why things like 11.11 show up when you're getting into this kind of thing. Um, synchronicities, which are the coincidences in everyday life. Synchronicities will start popping everywhere. And the reason is um, the subconscious mind communicates through these synchronicities. Which is why we don't understand them if we're just looking consciously at everything we see. Um, uh, because our conscious minds uh, speak in languages, our subconscious minds speak in symbolism. Uh, so you need to be able to understand this symbolism uh, language to interpret um, everything that's happening in your life, which will be what gives you that power of understanding over life and also of control over it, over your life and over your mind. But I'm boring you out, probably, so I will um, probably stop now. I uh, just want to talk about the collective unconscious mind, which would be the angel. Um, so, you need to really look at the subtle things in this card. The, the collective unconscious would be the angel, and it's looking directly down at both of them. Um, but as I've said, the only mind that, connect, that communicates directly with the collective unconscious is the subconscious mind. It is the only one with um, that capacity of communicating with it because it is the collective unconscious is the database of the symbolism of all the symbols that we know. Say, um, look at all the, the the pagan symbols like the the Trinity, the what's it called? The, look at his Celtic Trinity, that's one of the symbols, but you can look at any symbol, uh, religious or not, and all of those symbols and many more, are, they're all stored within the unconscious mind, um, which is why, as I've said, it stores all and it knows all. Um, so the only mind that would have the capacity to, to understand this it's, is the subconscious. So this is a game that goes back and forth um, between the conscious mind making the blueprint for the subconscious mind which would send it up, uh, send up whatever you're trying to uh, print. Uh, it, it sends it up to the unconscious mind, and it also goes the other way around, it goes down from the collective unconscious to the conscious mind, except, as I've said, if you only use your conscious mind, and you only try to, yeah, it'll get recorded, um, if you only try to, to understand things through the conscious mind, you won't, 
um, you need to use your unconscious mind, which is kind of funny, um, when you look back at what I've said about seeking the truth, um, but it is a fact, you need to use your subconscious mind, uh, or try to figure out how it is working, uh, in order to understand the synchronicities and everything that happens in your life. Um, which is something hard, but we'll get into it. That's what these classes are all about, and I know this one is getting really boring, and I know I'm saying mostly nothing interesting yet. But when we get down to the to talking about uh, the hermetic principles, like in depth and practical part of it, and deconnecting everything part of it, which will make you feel like you're inside of a conspiracy theory, uh, it'll get interesting. I promise. <laughs> um, so yeah. We're in uh, 30 minutes now, and I'm I'm glad you all stayed here. I hope that even though it, my voice is somewhat monotonous, it was still interesting. And yeah, um, I will try to schedule the next class for as soon as possible. Uh, I'll try to organize the next one a little better, but... I wanted this one was just to make an introduction in on what, like what Kabbalah is, um, what it's about, to differ the different kinds of Kabbalah because of, as I've said there, there are three types, and yeah, that's um, I, I pretty much covered everything that I wanted to talk about today and a bit more. So I hope you've enjoyed and actually learned something. Um, if you have any questions, you can still ask them, and if you have any suggestions for me to talk about, for things for me to talk about, I will gladly, uh, take a look into whatever you want me to, to look at. So, that being said, I will be ending this, I will be posting the link for the recording in the text chat. Uh, it will be posted on a podcast, um, website. And yeah, um, that's it for today. And I'll see you all later.